Tomorrow's World Commentary, December 10th, 2022. When Tomorrow Becomes Today, by Josh Lyons. Read by William Williams. Article begins. I often think of the relentlessness of time. Second by second, the future turns into the past, and plans become memories. Every human being equally experiences time's unrelenting forward march, which is always a constant pace, with seconds, minutes, and hours marking the transition of tomorrow's into today's, and today's into yesterday's. So how and when does tomorrow, quote-unquote, become today, quote-unquote? According to most people's reckoning of time, it seems like tomorrow simply morphs into today when we wake up. We know that technically the new day begins at midnight, as soon as the clock ticks over from p.m. to a.m. in most modern countries. However, most of us never quite think of it that way, any more than we truly accept the idea that it's yesterday or tomorrow across the international dateline when we're traveling over it in an airplane. Our organization is called Tomorrow's World because we focus on preaching the gospel, or good news, of what the world will be like when Jesus Christ returns and establishes the kingdom of God. The late Herbert W. Armstrong, our predecessor in this work, called this the world tomorrow. There is a special tomorrow coming. Maybe we could call it the tomorrow of tomorrows. So much of the Bible points to this tomorrow. That major turning point in history will occur on the day Jesus Christ returns in power and glory. The verse that best succinctly describes this awe-inspiring turning point is Revelation chapter 11, verse 15, which states, Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. The prophet Zechariah also wrote about this special day, saying, And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. And in that day it shall be that living waters shall flow from Jerusalem, and the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day it shall be, the Lord is one, and his name one. Zechariah chapter 14, verse 4, and verses 8 and 9. Jesus Christ's return, accompanied by his imprisoning of Satan the devil, will occur on some real day in the future some real hour between a rising and setting of the same sun we each likely saw or will see today, or maybe tomorrow. The Bible also says Christians must work to be ready for that future tomorrow, because although God's people will have a good general idea of the timing of Jesus' return, they won't know the specific day or the hour. Jesus explained, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Therefore watch, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, in the evening, at midnight, at the crowing of the rooster, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. Mark chapter 13, verse 32, verses 35 and 36. On some unknown day in the future, after some unknowable tomorrow, after the day Jesus returns from the clouds just as he ascended to them, he will implement the great change of today's world into tomorrow's world. His world is the good news all of God's prophets and apostles wrote and preached about, and will be the time of restoration of all things, according to Acts chapter 3, verses 19 to 21. Consider a small sample of hundreds of scriptures that contrast the difference between the world of today and the world after Christ's return. Today, some deserts, like the Sahara Desert, are getting bigger. 
Tomorrow they will blossom like roses. Isaiah chapter 35, verse 1. Today, men metaphorically beat their plowshares and fishing hooks into swords and spears, which will be reversed tomorrow. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 4. Joel chapter 3, verse 10. Today, mankind suffers from famine and disease. Tomorrow, the sick will be healed, and the harvests of food will be so great that the man plowing will pass by the man still harvesting the previous crop. Amos chapter 9, verse 13, Isaiah chapter 35, verses 5 and 6. Today, Satan reigns over this world as the ruler of darkness, the father of lies, the king of pride, and the original murderer. John chapter 8, verse 44, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, and Job chapter 41, verse 34. Tomorrow, Christ will reign as the Prince of Peace, the Bringer of Light, the Restorer of Truth and Life, and a King with a heart to serve and the strength to administer justice. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, John chapter 14, verse 6, and Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. Today's world is full of sorrow, tears, pain, and death. But one day, the last tear of sorrow will fall. The last wince of pain will mark someone's face, and death itself will die. Revelation chapter 21, verse 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 26. These spectacular things are part of Jesus Christ's main message, which was the gospel of the coming kingdom of God that will change the world. We look forward to that one future tomorrow with a hope that almost, almost seems too good to be true. But thanks be to Almighty God that it is true, all of it. We hope for the tomorrow when Jesus Christ literally descends from the clouds and changes our world completely. One day, we will finally call that most longed-for tomorrow, today. Oh, what a day it will be. End of article. Literature offer. If you would like to read more about the abundant time of tomorrow's world, please consider ordering or reading online our booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like?